RPG lessons learned. When the game is over, when your players are gone, that's when lessons are learned. We are at RPG LL Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, RPGLLPodcast at gmail.com, and check us out online at RPGLessonsLearned.com. This is RPG Lessons Learned. I am Brian, and for the next couple of episodes, I'm going to start things off just to uh, simplify the flow of things, because I'm going to toss it over to my buddy Dusty here, who's going to tell us about what happened in today's episode of Vampire the Masquerade. Hey, Brian. What we're about to hear today is Eduardo and Zepp are about to run afoul of a Malkavian vampire, kind of a vampire with some psychic abilities who can sense the fact that they've been committing the worst sin in the vampire world, Diablery. So let's listen while they, uh, while they deal with that. It's probably been a few weeks at least since your adventure up in Mooresville dealing with the Sabbat. I would like for each of you to roll 2d6. Seven. Five and four. That's how many blood points you have. Okay. So you've been living life, which is why you're a couple blood points down, because to maintain your blood points, you're constantly you know, tracking mortals, biting mortals, mm-hmm. etc. Eduardo is three down. Zepness is, is one blood point down. Hanging out in Haven here weeks later... You've seen different vampires sort of come in and out as they as they move through the city. Lots of vampires seem nomadic. And I say lots of vampires. I don't want to overplay the number of vampires. There really aren't that many. Like a whole clan in the city of Charlotte, there might be ten. Really? There's probably more like six or seven. Yeah, there's just not that many vampires. I, in, in my world, at least, there can't be. It doesn't make sense. Logistics wouldn't support it. Crime rates wouldn't support it. People would figure it out too quickly. So to maintain the masquerade, there has to be a fairly low number of vampires. Here's how the session starts. You guys are hanging out in Jack's Bar in Haven, and a new vampire that you've never seen is hanging out there. And she is very spaced out, wandering around, sort of head in the clouds, not paying attention to what's going on around her, very a very ethereal sense about her. And when she looks at different people, she really seems like she's looking through them and not at them. It's very creepy. It's awful engineer, per se. You know, very similar to that. <laughs> very similar Does to Does she that. have Doritos or Cheetos stains on her fingers? She does not. Oh, okay. She does not. Um, in fact, as you look at her, you, you do suspect that she is a vampire. You don't have aspects. You don't have any ability to confirm that with aura or anything. But looking at her, she's got that pale complexion. She is hanging out in Haven, and some of the regulars are giving her a wide berth. In fact, she does seem to be known. And in fact, you see Jack walk over to her and throw his arm around her and call her Mary. And he says to her, Ah, Mary, come meet some of my new friends. They're in from out of town. And you realize that Jack is going to bring her over to talk to you. Mm. You hear what he says. Do you hang out and wait for her to come by? Uh, yeah, absolutely. A passive social. Eduardo? I have all the social, apparently. So you have all the social? Like <laughs> eight die. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm real excited about this. Got it. Well, in that case, I've got bad news for you. 
because when they finally finish their conversation and she turns towards you, she gives you that same looking through you look, and suddenly her face twists in what at first seems to be confusion, and quickly turns into fear and quickly morphs into terror. Fun! And she points at you. Oh, she recognizes us. Apparently. And she yells one word. Diablerie. How do you react, Eduardo? I don't. We're, we're still in the lamb here. We, we're not supposed to technically be here or even exist. So you're playing dumb. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. As soon as she says that word, the humans react with, with hey, this word just got shouted in this crowded right. space. What's going on? They're looking around for like the source with confusion. Um, you can instantly tell the vampires in the crowd because they all draw away. They're not confused at all. And they're looking at Mary and they're following you know, her pointing to mm-hmm. you and they're all looking at you. Jack goes to usher Mary away. And so he's like, oh, you know, come this way. Come this way. Sorry. Sorry, Mary. Private matter. Yeah. And, he, and he goes to usher her into a back room. And he sort of gives you guys a significant look that you, you can't immediately make out his meaning, but he sort of cuts you a look and keeps moving. Mm. What do you do? What are your thoughts? Where's he heading? Uh, he's taking her back behind the bar into the area where you know his office is. Is there another way into it? Uh, yeah, you could leave the bar, and there's a there's a back door from the office that leads directly outside. I say we do that. We're gonna go outside. It's nighttime. time to the back door. Yeah. Okay. All right. Divide and conquer, or you're coming with me. Yeah. Okay. Let me remind you that you are in a bar filled with vampires who have all heard you called diablerists. Yeah. That's and you're gonna casually make your way out the front door. Tell me how you do that. That's a good question. So, boy, I'm barched. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna shake. So, I'm walking around. I'm just shaking my head. Like, what type of craziness is that? I don't know what she's talking about. You say somebody's a diablo. I'm talking like this while I'm walking out, as if to yourself, as if to myself, trying to look casual. Trying to look you casual. You are role playing that one social, aren't you? Yes, absolutely. All right. Mr. Social, what do you do? Um. This is an awkward situation. You're in it right now. you got to make a decision. What do you do? So he's now muttering to himself. Yeah, so what is she she's been shepherded away. Yeah. He's muttering to himself walking out. The humans are kind of going back to what they were doing yeah. before because she's been removed and ah, she had an outburst. Who cares? Yeah. The vampires are still very, very watchful. Let's get a drink somewhere else. Okay, make me a social roll on that. Don't mind if I do. And Both of us? I, 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 no, no, just him. You've already left. Zepness has already left, so this is a social role for Eduardo. Eduardo, when you say that, get a drink somewhere else, are you trying to play off, like, nonchalance? Yes. Okay. Oh, man, you've been called a Diablerist in a room full of vampires. On the other hand, she, uh... She's not the most credible of witnesses, necessarily. Let's set it at three. Wow. Yeah. That is... A lot. Seven successes. With seven successes, you pitch your voice perfectly, you say the words perfectly, mm-hmm. and you say it in a way, we go. we're going to go have a drink somewhere else. And the wiser vampires are like, ah, they're going to let things calm down, got it. You've sort of put everyone's fears to rest. You're both now outside the haven. Do you think we should go to the back door? Yeah. I'm just going to light a cigarette, kind of casually wander about, mosey on out the scene. 
Okay, so mosey is the word you're choosing? Mm-hmm. All right. As you mosey out of the scene and you act casual with your nailed social role, you come around the corner. You gotta, you've got around two corners to get all the way to the back of the mm-hmm. bar on the outside. Uh, it's dark. You're walking through an alley, and then you're in the back of the bar. As you walk up, I want you to make me a DC4 mental roll, both of you. One. Two. Two? Mm-hmm. The door is ajar. There is light spilling out into the back. You realize that if Jack were in there, as, as upset as she was, he'd still be calming her down. Right. And you realize, shit, she's gone. With your two, you realize that she left in a hurry. The doorknob part of the door mm-hmm. is a little bit broken in place. Like that part of the wood around the door has been broken, uh, mm-hmm. where someone kicked their way out, and you can see some scuff marks on the ground where someone with vampiric strength took off at a dead run. You All continue right. walk up to the door. Can I look at the ground to see what direction she ran? Sure. She ran north. You, you know generally what direction she ran. You head into the back room through the outside door? Knock first. and then. Yeah, so Jack's standing there, rubbing his jaw. You see a little bit of too thick vampire blood where his, his lips been split open. And he's shaking his head and he's going, Oh man, I couldn't stop her. So... Why did she look at us like that? Oh man, she's a Malkavian. They can read auras. They can do all kinds of weird shit, bro. Are we in trouble? Well, she's on her way to her primogen now. She's just a neonate. But she's going to report this to her elders. And if a true, dyed-in-the-wool, elder Malkavian reads your aura, any hint of diablerie, we're talking blood hunt. Hmm. Would anyone miss her if she disappeared? Well... There's only a couple of new vampires in town that have been known to kill other vampires. I've got to think that suspicion would fall on you pretty quick. Hmm. I was thinking maybe you guys could leave town. Air Raleigh's really nice. Is there a way to hide our aura from Amalcavian with Auspix? No way that I know. Maybe, maybe obfuscate, but that's outside of you guys' power. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it I is. checked. Yes. And and we know, dramatic irony, we know it's not a true statement, but he believes it's a true statement. Hmm. Well, then. Long story short, Charlotte's not going to be very welcome for you. You could take her out. Or you could run. If you run, a blood hunt will be called for sure. An accusation followed by a flea. You'll never be able to come back. So, regardless, there's a blood hunt, right? Because if we stay, blood hunt. We go, blood hunt. Let's go track her down. Sure. One, we need to stop her. Two, we need to up our obfuscate game so that way we can do advanced, vanish from mind's eye. So that way we can force somebody who used aspects on us to forget us at all. So I think the only real option for our characters based on the prior games is continue our vampire bingo and go for Auspex. You're not wrong. The Malkavians, she has Obfuscate. So she's a Malkavian, she has Auspex and Obfuscate. Correct. 
Yeah, so to go get her, you, yeah. dra- you drain her because I think you're, you're dubbing the psychic, psychic yeah. and then you take it, take care of the problem. Let's go collect auspics and advanced office. Sure. Are right, you going to track her down? Yep. So have you guys had this conversation in front of Jack? Does he know we've been doing this? He has a good idea, right? You know what? You're not sure until you make a mental roll. And this mental roll is going to be pretty hard. It's going to be, I'm going to call it a DC4. Two. Yeah. Two successes? One. Eduardo, you think he knows. You go back and forth, but 80% of the time you're like, ah, he knows. And 20% of the time you're like, ah, he doesn't know. Zepness, you know he knows. You think he's being willfully ignorant. You think there are implications to this that he doesn't want to think about. And you probably get the deeper sense. Make a psychic roll. This is going to be a DC... More than a DC 5. 1, 2, 3, 4. 4, 5? No, yeah, that's, that's yeah, legit. Successes. Holy crap. Yeah. 4 successes in your psychic roll. Wow. Um, not only are you positive that he knows and he's being willfully ignorant, you have noticed a change in his behavior. When he was first helping you, there was a real sense that he was being magnanimous. There was a real sense that he felt bad for you guys. He thought the Camarilla was draconian with their rules about killing you, and it was ridiculous. Now you get the sense that he keeps you around, and he's helping you, and he's advising you. Almost like he's afraid of you. There's a real sense that he's being subservient now where he wasn't before. And that's not all the time. And he does act like an authority. And he still feels free to throw his arm around you and guide you around the bar and point stuff out to you and take you under his wing. He still feels free to do that. But there's also a sense that for all that he does that, he's also playing a subservient, let me help you roll. All right. That's all I'm going to give you on that. My question stands about where did you have this conversation? So we'll have the conversation in front of him, and then immediately launch into where can we get, her, where can we find her, so that we can talk with her, talk, and and discuss the matter. So Jack says to you, "Well, I know where the Malkavians hang out. Is it too far away from here? Well, it's the Central Piedmont Community College, CPCC. All right. So they're not in university place." Well, I like CPCC. This is metagamey, but I like CPCC because it's right in the center of the city. Oh, that one. And okay. it's old enough. And there's a visual arts building. And in my mind, so the Toreador, like, love art and appreciate art and the consumption of art. I think mm-hmm. the Malkavians would be, like, the type of people producing the art. Malkavians are, like, yeah. sort of... They, they really give in to their id over their yeah. ego. Yeah. And to sort of ride the waves of their emotions and have aspects and have all these mental powers. Yeah. But they're not as controlled and magical with blood magic as the Tremere. And they're not as aesthetically aware of themselves as the Toreador. The Malkavians are just sort of the people that, that are like super insanely creative. That's a Malkavian. Okay. Let's go. She took off running. So he tells you CPCC. Yeah. He also tells you... There's a little house at the corner of 4th and Torrance, not far from the, hmm. the visual arts building where 
most of the Malkavians hang out during the day. Well, I mean, Jack knows all the plants. Yeah. Jack's been in Charlotte for a while. He can tell you where all the plants no, hang you out. You with Jack and with Force and Torrance. Yeah. You go after her? Yeah. Should all we right. drive or should we run? Let's drive, park a block away. All right. Uh, you get all to Independence Park, which is like within sight of CPCC. Okay before finally you see her. And she is moving quickly, but she's moving at this point at a brisk walk. So now go ahead and make your mental roll. And you see her, I'm going to call it difficulty three. I keep forgetting how many die you have. I have a lot. Three. Four. Four. All right, a lot of successes. She is confident that she's gotten away. You can tell that she probably put on some speed and, like, you get the sense that she burned a blood to get uh, the okay. hell yeah. out of Haven and to move quickly and run, but it's been miles since Haven. And you also get the sense just from her behavior right now that she's still moving with purpose. She's still at a brisk walk, but she's now confident you're not coming after her. I'm going to yell out the window, stop. I'm going to spend a blood and yell, stop, command with my dominate. She shoot. Oh, okay. So you're going to do command. Unless the victim beats the vampire in a psychic roll, the command must be obeyed. All right, psychic roll. Yep. She's a neonate. Oh, bad news for you. She's a neonate, but she's a Toreador. Oh. All right. What's the what's the DC on that? DC four. DC four. One, two, three. Ah, two. Oh. Two successes. You beat her. All right. Is there anyone around? Well, you're in Independence Park. It's basically an empty lot slash T-ball diamond slash mm. kickball diamond. Not far from Torrance and Forth. So do we go off-road into the park? She's in the park. She is, she's in the park at a brisk walk, or she was before you commanded her to stop. Do we go into the park and just run her over? Do you clothesline her from the car? I clothesline her from the car. Clothesline her from the car? I speed up. Okay. All right. She stopped. She's not moving. That's true. So this you're hanging true. your arm. So, so you're, you're driving, Eduardo. Mm-hmm. All right, you're driving, and you're hanging your left arm out the driver's side window as if as if you're signaling a left turn. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're we're gonna call that a melee strike. Heck yeah, we are. I'm gonna spend some blood on that too. By the by. All right. Oh, well. uh, let me know when you get down to five blood. Now. Okay, you're now hungry. Yep. Hungry means you're gonna be much more tempted at the sight of blood mm-hmm. and. and there's a possibility of frenzy. So that means you better drink quick. Got it. <laughs> can we drink the same person? Only one of you can diablerize someone at a time. Okay. All right. We are rolling opposed physicality. So oh, two successes? Yep. She has one success. Yep. Plus you're in a speeding car. Yep. Um, I'm going to let that give that. you two damage. Four damage. No, I'm going to let the speeding car give you an additional two. Oh, cool, cool. Oh, boy, wow. Nice. That's a bad day. It's a real bad day for her. So six damage? Can I just narrate this? By all means. Please. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I wanted to do. All right, she's down, and and you wounded the crap out of her. She's only got seven hit points, and you took out six of them. Mm -hmm. So she's right there at at Torpor, practically. I jump out of the car, because I'm sitting there. Watch moving? Uh, yeah, 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 you do. You're a vampire. Yeah, I jump out of the car while it's moving because it's only going like what, like thirty miles an hour? Yeah, because like, miles an hour? well, hang on, make me a DC five physicality roll. 
DC five physical. Now you're gonna you're gonna survive hopping out of the car. Yeah. What I want to know is, do you hop out of the car upright enough to make it to her and what you're about to narrate? Uh, one, two, two. Yeah, successes. two successes. Oh yeah, it, it it's like that scene in Red when Bruce Willis just steps out yes, of the moving dude, car. Yes, that was an awesome scene. Yeah. You just you step right out of the moving car. Yeah. Step out of the car, walk towards her, and drain her right there. Yeah, so you better do it quick because like I'm going to pull the car back yeah. around. Being a company. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Drain her. Right I, have, I have friends, and I have a negative one to frenzy rolls. So, yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and make the frenzy roll. So frenzy is a, it's a psychic roll. It's a DC four. Mm-hmm. So you have the temptation now of watching, you know, your good friend Zepness drain this person dry. You're hungry. You're you're more prone to frenzy. Mm-hmm. So make your DC four psychic roll. Hey. That's a five. Okay, you you overcome your frenzy. I'm gonna narrate that you're draining her dry, like like taking her blood in, in great sucking gasps, yep. pulling blood out of her neck. And at some point over her shoulder, you're gonna make eye contact with your brother in arms, Eduardo. Would you actually drain her dry when he's that hungry? When he spent those blood points? Yes. <laughs> and then help him go get somebody else. Okay. She's a Malkavian. Auspects dominate obfuscate. You can get two of those at a basic level. Or you can bump one of those up to advanced. I'll have to do advanced obfuscate. Alright, so you now have advanced obfuscate. I'm also going to give you some of her traits. Psychic is her standout one. Mm-hmm. What's your psychic look like? Five. You already have five? Next Alright, her next highest is mental. So go ahead and add a mental die. With that, okay. While he does this, what do you do, Eduardo? So I'll see if I can find someone walking around top self off. <laughs> you want to go on a quick hunt? Sure. Um, you're going to leave him while he's drinking, or are you going to collect him and go on the hunt with him? He seems busy. All right. You're going to go hunting. I'm assuming you go ahead and pulled the car out of the grass, and you parked it up on the road before you went to go feed? Sure. I assume you did that. Nearby, yeah. You are... Downtown, mm-hmm. so it's going to be a, a mental roll DC three to locate a victim. Yes. Oh yeah, you find a victim. Uh, there are a couple of students out walking home, and uh, one guy in uh, a high school letterman's jacket mm-hmm. goes to peel off from the group, and he's like, "See you guys later." And uh, he is who you single out, and you start stalking him along. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and give you the, the attack. So you're going to go ahead and, and start draining him. Mm-hmm. You can drain one blood per level per turn. You're at five? Mm-hmm. All right. You remember that humans have to be hospitalized when you, when you take five blood. Mm-hmm. Do you go ahead and take five? I'll take four. You'll take tough. four? Yeah. All right. I do, because you're tempted, mm-hmm. want you to make me a frenzy roll to make sure that you do only take four. That's psychic, right? Yep, psychic DC four. Ha-ha! You succeed. Yes, I All do. Right. You only take four blood from him. Okay. That's a six. That's a, that's a crit. <laughs> that, 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 that is a crit. You, you critted on it. While you're feeding on him, while you're away, mm-hmm. this is going to be just a matter of pure luck. Make me a DC five second roll. Mr. Zepness. Two. 
while you're draining her dry and you feel these Valkavian powers flowing into you, just for a brief moment, you sense an awareness touch yours. Mm-hmm. An awareness from nearby but not in sight. And you sense the awareness have a brief moment of alarm. And that and then that, mo- that moment is gone. Okay. So... Yep. You your your blood's back on full. You have more mental dye than you had before. You have a you have a higher trait. You have you're better at obfuscating than ever yep. before. You're feeling tops, and you're aware of that presence touching your mind. What do you do? So first, I look for a place to dump the body. Okay. So do I look around? Is there any body of water or anything like that in the park? No bodies of water. <laughs> there are some dumpsters behind a, behind a restaurant within sight. Within sight, I'm gonna run the body over to. It's gonna be like two or three hundred yards of you uh, carrying a body. I'm gonna walk, and the car is just on the road. Yes. I'm gonna walk to the car, pop the trunk, put the body in the trunk. Well, first I look around. Is there anybody who's well, who I can tell? I want you to make me a social roll. Yep. Let's find out if anyone's around. Let's find out how uh, nonchalantly you can do this. I can't at all. So I'm picking her up, and I'm weakened and burning. Oh, that well, we, we we don't know that you are yet. Right. We're gonna roll okay. and then move. We're not move, we're not moving and rolling. We're Got rolling and moving. I fail miserably. Okay, you know you're bad at social. With that miserable yeah. failure, you basically drag her, like grab two hands and you drag her to the car, and you are like this. with your increased mental stats. You're intensely aware that anyone looking out the window is calling the cops. Right. Absolutely. And now you don't see anyone looking out the window, but you know if anyone happens to be, the cops are being called right now. And the car is now probably burned. Tagged, yeah. But I also have the feeling that somebody saw something or knows something yep. in there. Meanwhile, all this happened, and it's probably only taken like two minutes. Mm. Right? So I still have like three or four minutes before he even gets back. Yep. Now, can I give you a reminder? I, I hate doing this as GM, but I just want to remind you that this is a different game than D&D. You just maxed out Obfuscate, and you have full-up blood. Yeah, true. Are there any vampire things you want to do? Don't just think of this like you're a rogue. No, Mr. you're exactly right. Mr. Exactly rogue. rogue. Yeah. yeah, I'm in an unseen presence. Uh, the vampire may hypnotically cause others not to see him, so long as he confines himself to walking about and otherwise acting unobtrusively... Others will simply ignore him. To activate this power, the, buster, the vampire must be hidden from view. He must then spend three turns in concentration and makes it a successful mental roll. Difficulty four. Foes with auspects may roll to detect the vampire per cloak of shadows above. Is this one of your cars, like, registered in your name? Of a car. This is one of the ones we stole off the goobers up in Mooresville. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, call you, it in. You, Who cares? You put yeah. the body in the trunk. Yep. You know that before you can use obfuscate, you've got to break line of sight. You've got to go. you got to go hide behind something or something yep. like that. Are you just going to consider the car burned? Yeah, the car's burned at this point. And you're going to walk away from it. I'm going to walk to f- try to find you mm. wherever you were, because right now we don't have a symbol that says, "Hey, car is burned. Don't walk over here." I'll duck in a bush and do the and spend a blood and do unseen presence. All right, mark off your blood. Dope. And then with this, uh, I have to spend three turns in concert, concentration in a bush. I was actually going to do it on uh, in the car, but that doesn't make sense. That's a bad idea. So I'll do it in a bush beside the car, spend three turns doing it. Successful mental roll, difficulty four. Mary is no more. 
But you see these two. Phoebe and Timothy, all right, friends. You see these two come walking out into the park. Okay. And they're moving in a much more disciplined way than Mary was. They're moving as a unit, the two of them. Not necessarily in a military way, but they're covering each other's backs with, with, with some experience. They're, they're looking around, and uh, you hear the, the young woman say, Mary? Mary. And you see the gentleman with long hair get this real intense look in his eyes, that same looking through you look that Mary had in the Haven, and you see him just sweep the park. And when he does that, he's going to roll his auspex. He's going to roll four die against yours and get no successes. So with your advanced obfuscate, you feel his awareness slide right over you. And as you crouch, you know, in the bush or under the tree or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you're watching them, and he, he looks right through you. I'm going to pause you. Yeah. It took them a minute to get here. Eduardo, it's yeah. probably at about this point that you're making your way back. Yeah, right. So to see if you spot these two, go ahead and make me a mental roll. DC4. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have the four successes. You spot him from plenty far away. I gave him directions to here. <laughs> not, with that many mental mental successes, not only do you spot him, you recognize what's happening. Mm-hmm. You see him. Well, do you see him? You're obfuscated. I'm obfuscated. You you don't see him. Yep. Do you want me to do the thing too? No, no, no. Um, mm. You don't have aspects. Fair, you, you fair. Can't, you can't see him. Mm. Not yet, buddy. Mm. But you it. know he must be there. You recognize the, with your four mental die. You recognize that the body is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see the guy sweep the area and miss him. And with your high mental die, you're like, he must be super obfuscated right now. Mm. So here are the two of you. Here's the situation I set up. You can't talk to each other. You're pretty far apart, and there are two enemy vampires in the area. So you two have got to make this decision independently about what do you do. I would naturally go towards the person who seems as the greater threat. And would you just attack openly? No, I wouldn't attack openly. There's no reason to attack openly unless I happen to see Eduardo walking towards them or they see Eduardo, then I would attack openly. So your line of thought is, once Eduardo's back, you're you're on the move. Exactly. Eduardo, what's your line of reasoning? What do you do? Observe them and wait for them to leave the area. Tell them, basically. Okay, so just wait for them to leave? Like, follow and watch them. Kind of keep an eye on things, but... I'm going to have them make a mental roll to see if they do leave the area. With okay. two successes, your car is one of the only cars parked on the street in the perimeter of the park, and they go to investigate it. And there are lines in the grass towards the car. And immediately they're smelling blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Mary. And they start walking toward the car, and to get closer, as they pass the area where you fed on her, and there's that thick smell in the air, they move more briskly toward the car. And they're now running toward the car sort of dreading what they're going to find, mm-hmm. and they're about to rip open the trunk. So now what? Okay, so like the moment that they open the trunk, they're going to know shit's happened, right? Correct. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they know who we are or what we did. <sighs> I'd probably rush them. All right. Eduardo rushes them. Which one do you rush? So you see her... She's, she's sort of got flowers in her hair, classic flower child, mm-hmm. classic sort of hippie. You suspect maybe she was turned in the 60s. And then you see this guy, longer hair, again, unkept appearance. 
Uh, Phoebe. I thought that Smelly Cat song was terrible. Okay. Make me a mental roll. Zep. That's you. DC 4. 1. One success? Yeah, one success. All right. You can you can barely tell at the last second because it's one success. Right. But he's, he's going after Phoebe. You know that. What do you choose to do? I go after Timothy. All right. For the fact that he's using the full name Timothy instead of Tim. So you're not focusing fire. You're going, And you don't actually know their names, to be clear. Uh, for those of you at home, I'm showing them NPC cards with, with the NPCs' faces. And the names happen to be written on them, so we're referring to them by name even though we haven't met them. Since you're running up and you're breaking, we should probably do initiative real quick. Okay. No one has Hunter's Instinct. No one has Celerity at all. Uh, who has the highest physical? Uh, they, have, cert- they certainly don't. I have five. You have five? What do you have physical? Uh, three actual die. but So three, I guess. Zep, you win initiative. All right. Make your attack on, on Timothy. Uh, physical versus physical... One, two. All right, he can't beat you. He has one die. Wow. And he, and he, he fails. So you are going to strike him. Uh, go ahead and inflict your damage. Five. All right, you're going to do five damage. All right, that hurts, Timothy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, uh... <laughs> yeah, this is just funny. It does. What? All right, Eduardo. And Four. She's, she's going to roll her die and fail. So you succeed. What's your physicality? Uh, three plus two, so five damage. All right, they are both hurt but not down. Timothy, Timothy's actually going to turn on you. He, he's going to use his action to mm-hmm. try to dominate. Good luck, buddy. It's mental. He's going to roll four die and get one success. All right, so roll your psychic to see if you can beat his mental. So hang two. on, before you... Oh, okay. Uh, he doesn't beat you. So he looks at you and he says, stop. And that's his whole turn. Uh, Phoebe, however, God, this is so classic. turns on you mm-hmm. and she has spent some imbue mm-hmm. on herself and is going to roll her physicality and get one success to try to hit you. Okay. So roll your physicality. Two successes. All right. Yes. You, you, you slip that hit easily. Mm-hmm. And she misses you. And now, uh, Zetanessa, it is your turn again with the highest physicality. I'm going to grab him. DC4, physicality versus physicality. Uh, and I want to bite him on the next turn. You're going to just succeed because he has one physicality and he's taking the two penalty for being so wounded. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So you succeed in grabbing him. I still succeed anyway. Mm-hmm. With three successes. So, And I'll bite him on the next turn. Okay, sounds good. All right, uh, Eduardo, it's your turn. Uh, same thing, I guess, yeah. You're going to go for the grab? Just... Uh, she's so wounded that, again, you, you succeed on grabbing her, and you're going to start draining them. Yep. That's it for that fight. I assume you're both going to drain them dry in a game of Vampire Bingo? And just toss them in the back of the trunk for the other one. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and then we may actually burn the car. We, well, we need a band, band now. Oh, uh, yeah, so true. Stack them. Like, yeah. Cord uh, wood, yeah. yeah. These uh, are neonates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and being neonates, I'm going to change the ruling that I did earlier. Yep. Earlier, I'll let you have any of their powers. These neonates only have advanced auspects. So I'm cool. only going to let you get to advanced on auspects uh, if you already have auspects. But you can get a basic for auspects, dominate, or obfuscate, 
Or if you already have basic auspex, you can get an advanced on auspex. I'll do basic auspex, sir. Oh, I'm going to kind of... Well, you, you, get two, you get two basics. Do you already have both dominate and obfuscate? Yes, I already have dominate Okay, and basic auspex. You can also choose to increase either a psychic or a mental trait. Got mental. Also, okay. So I, I have to take the one auspex because I don't have any auspecs. I have all the other. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well. So you gain auspecs. I get a little bit. I was it cheated? But oh, you know. sweet. Yeah. And you said either mental or psychic. Correct. Okay. Well. You've now taken out three Malkavians. How many are left? So I kind of want to go bust up in this. Well, actually, I want to use auspex and see if we can find anything. Or we just go establish an alibi. That's up to you. So here's where we're at. We're either at the end of the session where you guys have decided that you have eliminated all suspicion, or, or there may still be suspicion, but you did a great job with your social role of allaying suspicion in the bar. Mm -hmm. um, people, it might resurrect people's minds when they realize that Mary's gone missing. Mm -hmm. But Mary's gone missing along with three other vampires. Yeah. It wouldn't two. be hard. Sorry, two. A total of three Malkavians have gone missing. It wouldn't be hard for you to suggest that, hey, this must be some Sabbat stuff. That would not be tough to swallow at all. You they could, were operating in the area recently. You could lay some groundwork for that. Mm -hmm. And they're in a Sabbat car. Or, or you could bust up into the, uh, into the house at 4th and Torrance and try to take on some tougher elder Malkavians. If we're going to do the bingo, we need to do the bingo. Mm, I don't think there's anything to be gained there. Uh, we can get advanced auspects, which advanced auspects grants telepathy, and then astral projection, where you can send your spirit 500 miles away, or 500 I'm, miles per hour. I'm going to pause and say this is exactly the kind of dramatic tension I was trying to set up. In real life, if you realize you could gain okay. a tremendous power this way, how tempting would that be? Oh, absolutely. Versus realizing, as you said, Eduardo, that there's nothing, nothing to be gained. So at what, at what point – there's some stories, sorcerer, I can't remember the name of it. But basically this guy is mining to the side of this hill, and he, it's this rich vein of gold. He's getting so much gold. But he's also destabilizing this rock above him. Mm -hmm. And he knows there's some point when he takes enough gold that this rock's going to kill him. But he's also getting gold. So when does, he, when does he walk away? So that's the dramatic tension you guys have right now is when do you walk away? What's your decision? I want to bust it. Mm -hmm. I want to I go do bingo, bingo. Yes, but think of it this way. If we bust up in, there's only so many uh, whoever client is left now. Sure. We've done enough. To, we've got. We've accomplished our initial goal here, and that was to not get a blood hunt call us. Now we can theoretically dodge this and we play our cards right, rather than being a lose lose. Then we can have more time to train other people rather than being dead. Right. You're talking there now. You're convinced. so you're thinking of advanced. I, I can appreciate that moxie. But let's let's finish up the basic board first, then yeah. we go to fun stuff. Because right. frankly, my psychic's not good enough to withstand some proper psychics. Well, did you just get a psychic from... I have, two, I have two now. Oh, okay. Frankly, as long as it's been with this fight and the draining and, the, and mm -hmm. all that, mm -hmm. I'm going to rule that you start to hear some sirens. Yeah. Do you... I'm going to make you roll for it because you hear sirens now. Try to spend an extra minute to light the gas tank on fire or do you just walk away from the car and 
use your newfound obfuscate to make your way off into the night. Walk, walk away. I got a better idea. What happens to vampires in the daylight? Uh, they, they, they burn. They yeah. turn to ash. We drive off and just open the trunk and wait. <laughs> okay. Then right. we ditch the car and Even then it's dead vampires. Yeah. Do it. Let's do it. Done. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. You guys drive away. All right. End scene. Great session, guys. People call them postmortems, evaluations, appraisals, reviews, retrospectives. We call them lessons learned, and we're sharing ours with you. <laughs>